Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast on January 15th, 2022, episode 205. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite teacher from school. I am joined today by Pat. Um, I guess my my favorite teacher is my mom because I homeschooled. So, okay, you know, I had some good college professors too, but that feels like the the both required and most honest answer. Sure. You, uh, you never. Pat had loves his the... mom. Pat loves his That's mom. True. Well, you never had that experience of accidentally calling the teacher mom because it was never an accident. Nope. <laughs> it's true. Did your mom make you call her like Mrs. Whatever? No. Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, that would be that'd be very <laughs> Just good. Just thinking if about was, that is so weird. If I was a if I was homeschooling children, I'd be like, "You got to call me Mister Cole." <laughs> I, I do not make my students call me Mister Cole or Cole Sensei. I'm just like, do not, do not do that. Uh, also joining us, Allison. Oh hi! Uh, I was not homeschooled, and I had a lot of really great teachers. Um, my first teacher was Miss Mellum and I love her and and we're actually still we're friends on Facebook now and it's very it's very kind of surreal but she is just like the most wholesome type of person so she's that, great uh, that fits also, with you that makes sense <laughs> she's also uh I've also uh took Latin in middle school and high school and both my teachers um for that uh were basically the best so Mrs. Vit, uh, Ms. Beck, if you're listening to this, hey, hi. If you're, you're probably not, but if you that's are, so cool. we're sorry. If you were, that would be so. That would be weird. I don't know how I would feel about that if they were listening to this. Um, was your but... was your favorite part the dragon fucking or the poop stuff? Oh God! <laughs> and... Listen, there's a lot of weird stuff in Roman poetry. Okay, let me just sure. say it's true, uh, true, uh, and also joining us. Sam. Hello. My favorite teacher at school was a man called Mr. France. He uh, he taught Latin uh, to hey. me and two other people who chose to take it. Um, he dressed like uh, Dracula on Casual Friday. Um, full three-piece pinstripe suit. Every, every Casual Friday? Or was there like, no, oh, no, I'm Spirit saying, Week he, Casual he Friday? He dressed like Dracula... On Casual Friday, so he was like every week. Every, yeah, like, thought he like, looked like a every time there was a Casual Friday, he, he dressed like, like a Dracula. Casual Friday, yeah. Okay, so there was no Casual Friday at my school. It was suits and oh, ties and blazers. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, he's dressed like what Dracula would dress like on Casual oh. Friday. Oh. Oh. Dra- he's dressed oh. like Dracula okay, on a Casual Friday. Okay. I, I thought yeah, yeah. that you implied that there was a Casual Friday and that he yes. specifically had yeah. like a vampire costume he's he wore. Like, yeah, he like, either mm-hmm. one Casual Friday or all Casual Fridays. No, he refused to wear um, costumes of any kind. Um, so if there was like charity fundraising or... Uh, like Halloween or Christmas or anything, he would still wear the exact same uh, charcoal three-piece pinstripe suit. Um, he had uh, jet black hair that was definitely dyed because he was in his 60s and he'd been teaching at the school for over 40 years. Um, and he had a massive comb over. He was an incredibly, incredibly intelligent person to the point where he definitely should not have been teaching at that school. Um, but there you go. 
he clearly loved his job and he loved teaching Latin. Um, and it's probably not. I I think he's dead because this was a very long time ago. This I look, this got dark. Yeah, I look I look I googled what, his name and it looks if, like he may have died in nineteen in twenty sixteen. What what if he is a vampire and actually is Dracula and his trip to the UK was his casual Friday and he mm. just I'm gonna teach we, at this the senior school or secondary school wherever it was. Yeah. So he um. Everyone, he was terrifying because he didn't teach younger kids. So and he, he was drank just the this, blood like, of his demon. students. And yeah, also that yeah, but the, everyone called him Dracula because he was one of the only teachers with his own office. So he didn't go to the staff room. Ever. There was a, there was a coffin in there. It was very strange. Yeah, <laughs> it was huge as well. It's like bigger than my home office. Um, but yeah, he was an extremely extremely smart guy. And the more the more he taught me, the more I was like, oh, he's a. a Bloody incredible teacher. So yeah, there you go. That's my favorite teacher. Speak some Latin, Latin boy. Uh, salve. Salve. Caecilius est in horto. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold we on. We had the did same Cambridge that? Latin textbook that everyone did. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's out there are other ones, but I was just... Uh, uh... The Caecilius books are global. Like every single person I know who's ever learned Latin, you're like, oh, Caecilius est in horto. And they're like, oh my God, yes. Ah, Metello Natrio said it. Yeah. Also, um, for reals, if you uh, kept reading those textbooks, because we did it into, G- I did it to GCSE, which is up to sixteen. Um, the character pop, some of the characters pop back up. So yeah. one of the characters does. I can't remember what his name was. Quintus, the son, the fifth yeah, son the of Caecilius. He turns up in book six uh, after the rest of the family dies at the end of book one in Pompeii. Yeah, because, spoilers. Yeah, well, you should have taken Latin at school. <laughs> so it wasn't an option. We stopped reading those, look, text- look, we stopped reading those textbooks uh, because we, we went to, like, just reading, like... Old Latin like, stuff. Old Latin stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ovid or uh, Catullus and um, stuff like that. But Look, Sam, I get that you were reading Latin in the 90s, but Latin didn't get big in the States until the last few years, so it's pretty unfair for you to spoil it just because you had access to it then. <laughs> well, let me let me finish thirty five minutes that's ago. A, that's a let... that's a that's a deep that's a deep cut of a joke. <laughs> yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish the Cosmere. Let me finish the works of Brandon Sanderson, and then I'll fucking read your Latin textbooks. Okay, like we'll do a book club exchange. Like just give me oh, time, God. man. I think all of those Latin textbooks are in the loft in my parents' house. <laughs> All of the Latin that I know is from playing Forgotten City (laughs) three weeks ago. Good game. Well, I think Latin's cool. I'm just bad enough at learning languages that are still spoken that I... (laughs) Fucking miserable. I I live in a country where I hear the language just about every day. I see it. I I speak it a little bit every day. Absolutely trash. Uh, But, you know, that's... Japanese is... It's fucking hard. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, also hard. Video games. Oh Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. What What are you thinking about, Allison? Huh? Would you like to tell this wholesome teacher of yours what you're thinking about? <laughs> Would you like to share with the class? Chris Hemsworth's abs. That's what's hard. <laughs> um, no. Like a washboard. Uh, Archie Anderson's abs. Oh, mm. I watched a bunch of Riverdale last night. We don't have to talk about it. It's Anderson, fun. isn't it? Andrews. 
Andrews. I always think it's Anderson, but you're right, it's Andrews. Uh, Sam, what have you what have you been doing? It's been a while since you've been uh, on a regular podcast. Yeah, um, I thought you know. Uh, now my kid goes to sleep at like one half past one, so actually Baby gives Todd me Howard. like an hour. He's yeah, working hard on like Starfield. In, yeah. He's he's working so hard he needs a nap. <laughs> he's little, an afternoon nap in little siesta designing quests. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just an afternoon nap between going on a whiteboard, which just says it's okay if there's bugs on it. Um Yeah, so now he's going to sleep. I'm hoping to be on the the pod more often. Um I think the big video game thing that I have done is I bought a Nintendo Switch O L E D. I'm leaning forward to get it. There we go. It's real pretty. It's great for a uh, podcast. And great just on yeah. your webcam, on your laptop webcam. <laughs> the colors really pop. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah. That's not. Okay, it does I, look the, good. The edge to edge is like the most important thing for me. Yeah, I yeah. have to say. And also, uh, the back, like the back, isn't metal, but it feels like metal. It's like it- matte, and it's cold to the touch, which is really impressive. Um, yeah, and they actually have a uh, stand that isn't just like a toothpick that they you prop it up your switch on. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Ah, oh, yeah! It's like the surface stand. It's really good. It wedges open in basically every. It's incredible. They figured angle. out how to make a tablet from 2016 stand up. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, Nintendo is both ahead and behind by several years, and nobody knows which. Uh, oh, I think we know which. Behind. Schrodinger's console. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, to be um, fair, Apple doesn't make an iPad that'll stand up by itself. The fact that the, the Switch even had a stand is impressive. Yeah, because uh, you need it for those rooftop parties. Uh, yeah. That we're all still we're all having in 2022. Yeah, the rooftop's the only safe the place because it's the, you know, have the well ventilated <laughs> areas. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, Nintendo well, predicted the you... pandemic of 2019 to 20. Uh, except as as someone who XX. lives in a major city, you would never rooftops are never not crowded. Like it's true, any if, if accessible, accessible rooftop is always yeah. going to be full of people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I used to hang out on a rooftop in Pittsburgh, though that would have been perfect for a Switch rooftop party. Hmm. Yeah, I've been no, playing a lot of. Oh, carry on, Allison. Oh no, it's 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 good that you like it because I also bought one. It's on the way. Um, <laughs> I, I I had You're Sam both convince sick. me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, Sam convinced me to buy the Switch OLED. Uh, oh, Allison, you didn't it, have it, this conversation publicly. It, it makes sense for Allison. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just giving the ass a hard time. You should have the stuff that makes it you doesn't happy. make much sense for me. But like, well, you know. I'm sitting in a thousand dollar simulation racing rig right now, so I'm not <laughs> gonna tell people. God, I wish that was me. <laughs> you wish Pat was sitting in you anyway. Um <laughs> You wish I was sitting in your lap. My thousand uh, dollar so simulation lap. <laughs> my thousand dollar lap. <laughs> so I purchased so for my a, switch OLED. Um I purchased uh Hyrule Warriors. Uh, because you guys said it was great, um, and I was like, oh, I want something that I've never played before that's like a big 3D showpiece for the Switch. 
I, will, I don't know if it's, it's a showpiece. There's not really any showpieces, yeah, I'll be honest with you. It's a good game, but... It runs like shit. We'll, yeah. we'll get to games running like shit later in the show, but... I also picked up uh, Mario 3D World with the hope that I would be able to, like, understand and enjoy it. Uh, I played two levels of it, and I don't understand it, and I don't enjoy it. So that's fun. <laughs> Uh, what's what's not to understand? Look, so the fixed perspective. I can't jump on anything. It takes me like six tries to jump on the Goomba because of the like weird perspective. Behind the back Mario, every easy peasy, no oh. issues. Fixed perspective Mario just absolutely cannot get it. I struggle so much. Oh. I died on like the second level, which so, is wait, essentially wait, but, a tutorial. So wait, wait. So did you play Mario Odyssey? Yes, and I loved it. Right, but you were able to get the jumping on that. So you can yeah, do 3D Mario. Yeah, because it's behind the back. Yeah. So you can do 3D Mario. You can do 2D Mario. Can't do isometric. But this, you can't do this. I can't do the fixed perspective. No. Where is the perspective fixed? I haven't it, played this. It, game. It's like an isometric, like usual. Or sometimes it's like from the side. It's like sometimes up it's the like left, basically. yeah. It's it's like. Well, the thing with it is that why would they do it's, that? It's in three D, but it's, it's like the levels to are set give up you like, like 2D. the different like perspective yeah. and be like, oh, it's I don't know. Uh, like the three DS was so they could do like it weird works, depth actually. perception stuff, and then they just Sam kept just the same like I just don't understand design this from Sam philosophy. Like it kind of changes from level to level. Like some they have more like. From the side, some are more like mm-hmm. behind, and like, but I didn't have an issue with it mostly. Like, well, at least you'll be able to play. Tricky, at least you'll be able to play Pokemon Legends in a week on your week and, and a half. Seventeen FPS, which yeah, baby. <laughs> God, I hope not. That footage they put out ran a lot better than that. I hope it's obviously I, it's not running on real hardware, but I have hopes because I feel like every. Maybe maybe this is a, a bad thing to have hopes about about Nintendo and about Pokemon, but uh, I feel like everything they've shown of the game makes it look better than that first reveal, and it keeps getting better. So I'm just like, okay, well, also keep it up, keep it up. I'm, I'm saying this to someone who's excited, kind of excited for it now. We'll probably play it, might not buy it right when it comes out. It still looks kind of bad, like technically, it doesn't look like. It looks. I, I feel like um, they're trying for like stylized, but not going far enough. Yes, exactly. So that it just looks so that it just looks like kind of bad. But it looks like the 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 trade off that I'm happy about is that it might mean that it won't run like complete dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, I didn't mean to steal your moment, Sam. I just figured that was also probably one of the uh, reasons you got the, the OLED. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, definitely. Like, I think the one of the big reasons I got it was um, I got Pokemon Diamond, and I plugged it in, and I was like, oh, not enjoying this. I don't like the way that the old Switch feels. Because it had been months since I'd used my Switch portably. But because we've got, like, the issues at the moment with power sockets in the house, I can only have one console plugged in. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pick the Xbox for now uh, and plug the Switch portably. And then I was like, oh, no, I hate this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go out. I'll pick up the new one, and then it will have a better resale value when whatever next switch comes out. So that was like most of my reasoning. And then I spent like a week playing Switch games. So obviously it was good, uh, and I loved the hardware on the new one. Mostly I have been playing two games, 
one of which I already owned, Stardew Valley. Uh, so I played like 18 hours of Stardew Valley in like a weekend. Um, and that game looks amazing on the OLED. Like I've never played it, it on an OLED screen and the colors really pop. Uh, being able to see a little bit more because the screen's bigger is really cool. And then I also have been playing uh, Ace Attorney Trilogy, which I think Allison's been playing as well. Yeah! I've been playing Ace Attorney Trilogy. I've beaten the first two cases in the first game. I'm on Turn About Samurai right now. Oh, that one slaps. Uh, so I love I, that case. I played this whole game apart from the final case when it first came out on 3DS. 3DS, DS, in like, mm-hmm. 09. Um, so... Getting back into it, I'm like, I remember this, I remember this, um, but I never played any other through Phoenix Wrights, so I'm hoping to keep going through. And then the the intention will be to, when there's another slump in games at some point this year, pick up the uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles, which I'm excited about because I've heard it's great and I love the visual design of it and the style. Sure. So yeah, yeah I'm really enjoying that so far. Allison, how's your experience with Ace Attorney Trilogy been? Yeah, so I I've played all these games multiple times before. Uh first uh first time I played or like kind of backseat played while my sibling played uh was on the uh WiiWare. Uh we we downloaded it off of the Wii. So cl- classic way to play uh Ace Attorney is on the Wii. But anyways, uh it's so it's it's just one of those games where it just feels really cozy for me to play, um, just because I've played these multiple times, and I'm in the middle of the second case, and it's like, there are so many things that are just popping up that feel, I don't know, like, it, it like, just specific, like, music cues just feel very comforting to me, and these characters I love, so it's, it's very fun. Um, I'm also doing this because I'd like to... Uh, there's, there's a few of the DS and 3DS ones that I never actually finished. So I'm going to, uh, I, I would like to be able to play all of them and then play the Chronicles, um, because those look good. And I, I, but I just kind of thought like, let's get through the rest of the series and, is uh, play that later in the year. But yeah, it's, is there anything mm-hmm. I've never replayed a visual novel, uh, but is there anything that's just like, I don't know, like diminished? I very nostalgic, like you said. But is, uh, like going yeah, through the like so, doing the same case is like, oh yeah, I I know who did it. Like I know the is like the writing still hitting, the humor and all that still I think working. The writing and the humor, the are revelations. Still I mean, the only thing, well, the revelations is like, yeah, I know who did it. But also the first, you know, for the first uh, couple of cases, you're pretty much like. I know who did it. Like, like for the literally the first thing that they show you in 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 the game is the first culprit doing it. So it's like, yeah. you know who did it. You know who done it. It's it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it's like the 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 solutions for a lot of the things I I know. But in, at the same time, that's kind of nice because I it's like I don't have to go like oh what do I need to do it's like I know what to do and I can just kind of enjoy the writing and enjoy the characters and stuff so I I, I think that's uh it, it's it's working for me because it's it's both cozy and then also I just really like these characters and 
seeing them show up again, it's like, oh, you guys are are, are here again. And it's it's just very it's just very nice. So it's it's been fun and I'm uh, excited to play some of the other later cases because I, I have a lot of fond memories of other characters that show up and other cases that show up and everything. Nice. So. The uh, Shutakumi, the creator of Ace Attorney, only worked, only directed the first three, and like mm-hmm. the, I don't know, I don't know if you, you've played all of them, but like the in the third one, apparently the final case is basically is like the wrap up, and it's based on all the knowledge you have from all the other previous cases. Um, so I'm, and I've been told that that's like the best case in Ace Attorney history. So I'm super interested in in playing that. He also did the um, Great Ace Attorney, so he did do that as well. Um, yeah, I yeah I've played the first three um, all the way through. Uh, I've been meaning to do the entirety of um, the other other ones that were not done by him for 3ds, but I've started. Uh, I think I, I started the first uh, Apollo Justice, which is uh, interesting because Phoenix is the first defendant and you have to be like, and, and things have happened to Phoenix. But anyways, it's, uh, I, I think that the, there's, a, there's a reason that the first trilogy has been poured into everything and it's because it mm-hmm. is it's just, it is a very well-made trilogy of games with a lot of... Um, yeah, of like I don't know. It, it that's the the writing and the work and all of it works really really well. He did so. write. Looks like he also wrote Apollo Justice. So there you go. Yeah, he wrote the. I think like yeah, the scenario for it. But I don't know if he had as big of a thing for it. But he also yeah, so was the game director for Dino Crisis and Dino Crisis Two. So that's fun. as you do. All right. Imagine yeah. being like, I've done this cool dinosaur Resident Evil. Now it's time to do a lawyer visual novel. Okay, now you're done with the lawyer visual novels. Come back and do more Dino Crisis. Please give the people what they want. <laughs> yep. He yep. came yep. back after the visual novels and made Mole vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> was the Maybe... quest writer for no. Monster Hunter Riders, Pe- which I don't remember. People like Marvel versus Capcom 3. It's it's infinite or whatever that people don't like. Uh, Do people like Marvel versus Capcom three because of its story? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know, but uh, it's give people more Dino Crisis, please. Capcom, do the right thing. It's good. Dino Crisis is good. There's like uh, some HD. Like people have done like an HD mod for like emulators uh, for Dino Crisis. I need to. I need to try Dino Crisis. I've never actually played Dino Crisis, but I want to. That's what counts. Uh, any any other Switch things you've been you've been messing with, Sam? Or not really. Um, I did play a few hours of um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. But um, I basically looked at the release calendar, looked at the fact that I knew I was going to want to play Arceus and was like, I'm going to stop playing this and play, just wait for Arceus. I don't want to be pokemon out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I thought the visual style was really interesting on Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. 
a lot of people slating it, saying it looked bad. Um, I don't think I would agree with that. Fine. I think it looks good. I, I don't think it looks remarkable at all. Is the thing? It's kind of like sub Link's Awakening, right? And that, they, I think that game looks go. awful. <laughs> oh, see, I think it looks good, but I think well, I like Link's like, Awakening's look. I, I, I think it looks I, good. Yeah, I like, I like everything. Like real. I like stuff. everything except the characters. I think the character models look fucking terrible. Uh, just like the the eyes are like soulless and beady and weird. Uh, and then I like that. I think the thing Fits for that, what that game is <laughs> uh, the the thing about that seems like people were mad about with the brilliant diamond shining pearl art was that you're going from like the amazing sprite work of those DS games and then making it like this 3d like chibi art style that loses a lot of the character that and like the appeal that the original sprite work had and you're not like changing that much about the game so you basically just changed the art and people were really attached to that art and felt it was a downgrade from that so yeah the other thing i think is sometimes it like zooms in on the on the character models and you're just like what are you doing yeah, like, I, I heard, like, there's are... some facial expressions that don't necessarily match, like, the portrayals of characters, too. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I haven't touched it, so I can't say for sure. But, all right. Uh, Pat, uh, it's time for you to to illuminate us. For me. Illuminate. Uh, uh, show us yeah. your true colors. And Yeah, so. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, uh, coming off of Game of the Year, the one, the game that was the most, um, that I kind of most wanted to play as soon as possible was Life of Strange True Colors. So I played that. It only took me a few nights. That game's, uh, pretty short. Um, but, uh, it is really, really, really good. Um, I, I think it is definitely, I'm glad we put it in S tier because it's definitely one of the best games that came out last year. Um, it is just a really um, beautiful story of like community and empathy and grief that I think is really, really smart. Um, what impressed me about it was that it is a... There's been a lot of really good video game stories in recent years, if you look at like... Um, and, and that have used video games as an interesting way to tell them. If you look at things like Umarangi Generation and um, Disco Elysium um, and just like they, they're like mature stories, but they're also usually very much genre stories. Um, so they're, they're not necessarily um, super grounded in reality when you get really good video game stories. The thing that's cool about Life is Strange is, like, yes, she's a superhero and has a superpower, basically. But it's a very... It's it's a pretty mundane story when it comes down to it. It's it's not really like the first Life is Strange that centers around this, like, catastrophic, almost, like, supernatural in, its, in, in how big of a deal it is event. It's instead a pretty... I mean, this is a story that it's 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 not so mundane that it would just happen in anybody's lives. Like it, it's it's got events in it that are very much like the kind of thing that would happen in a in a TV show or something. But it's still very grounded in reality. It's still something that you that that can happen. And 
they use that to tell a really mature story that is just very intelligent. And I think, um, like on par with a good book or a good movie or a good TV show, which is pretty rare for games. Um, like when the stories are good enough to be compared to other mediums that are more matured and, and, and developed, usually they're stories from those sort of genre places where, the storytelling might not be as appreciated in other mediums as well. But this is a case where like, this is just like a really, really good story that is, that is very well grounded in that. Like anybody, like I think anybody could pick up and play this game, whether they've never played a video game before. If it's like, you're like a middle-aged parent who has never considered playing a video game, pop this in and played through it. I think they would really like it um, because it, it, it is, it is such a, a um, mature and, and intelligent story, I think. So I really, really, really endorse it. Highly recommend it. It addresses to a degree, some of my issues with previous life is strange games. Like the openness part of it was the thing that interested me. It's still not super, you're going between like five different places. So it's not like it's, it's some open world thing, but um, I think moving the story out of high school was a big one for me because I think part of my issue is as much as I appreciate what they were doing with life is strange one, which is the only other one I've tried to play. I just don't identify with those characters at all. Um, They don't really, they're very hard for me to kind of not empathize with, but, but just like, Wow, you learned did you learn nothing from this game? <laughs> um, uh, it's it's not that their story just isn't as interesting to me, sure, I think, yeah. because it's just not uh it's it's so far afield of yeah. of anything. Like when you tell a mundane quote mundane, I'm using that word like it's it's not a negative thing. Um when you tell a story that's grounded in reality, if there's not some kind of like point of comparison or or a way for you to identify i think yeah. with characters it's hard to get into it and that's kind of what i ran into with those and, games well the first so game that game is life is strange one while i i enjoyed it and there are some incredible lines in i'm there. gonna go fuck, go fuck yourself too but, but it's it's yeah. very much like a that's supernatural type it's, it's a cw show and yeah. with all sorts of like it's like caricatures and not really trying to say much about society. Like as they, as uh, what was the, uh, what, what, don't nod as don't nod, like went on with the series and then deck nine uh, stepping in and then going on to true colors. It became much more about like saying something or examining something in society. And there's, aspects of that in uh life is strange one but like life is strange two is like we're going to look at like an immigrant uh family yes, or like i think know, i would um, like that one biracial biracial family and like like you know look at america whereas yeah life is strange one is just like we're gonna look at this weird coastal oregon town and it was very it was like i there's nowhere Which like this interests... on the coast of oregon but yeah. okay uh but there's like and if, weird stuff going on. It's very strange. If I have any, if I have any criticisms after sitting with True Colors for a little bit, the one thing about it, well, there's two things about it. One is kind of spoilery, so I won't get into it. But like, 
without spoilers, I think to some degree there is a sense of some of the choices, one choice in particular that you make, they feel it feels like something that isn't actually a binary choice and it I I think it's a little odd that most of the choices are they do a really good job of making them very binary and they're things that you know it's like <clears throat> do you walk out the door or do you not walk out the door basically in some cases and that's really good um it, were you not welcome there, there anymore <laughs> there were multiple times where i put the controller down and was like i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm supposed to do i don't know what i should do and i had to like sit and think about it for like five ten minutes but there is one choice like that i was kind of like well wh- why not a little bit of column a and a little bit of column b we don't have to act <laughs> like this is like this is it yeah. um and it it's it's also tied to the fact that like that town is unbelievably gorgeous uh which is really fun for the game the idea that a place like that could it doesn't there's no town like that in real life um (laughs) it is like it is it is stunningly beautiful there is no way that that town would exist and have like working class people in it because the only people living there would be like super super rich people and everyone else would have to like live in a shitty across the mountain range uh, and then drive two hours to get to work or something like it, that, that part of it, I was a little like, it's, it worked for me during the game, but as soon as it was done, I was like, man, it's really impressive that this game is so good that they sold me on the idea that like the way the lady that runs the weed shop could afford to live here. <laughs> Cause there's no fucking way. Uh, but, uh, but it's, it's really, really, really good. And I think the things that it, what's cool about it compared to even something like Life is Strange Season 2, which I haven't played, so um, I'm not, in no way am I being critical of it, but it is very much an immigrant story, right? Like, it's a it's a story about, um, about... Uh, it's about non, non-white people living in America. Which is awesome. I mean, like, it's yeah. really great that they told that story. What I think is impressive about True Colors is I can't tell you a thing that it's about because it touches on a ton of different interesting mm. things about society and, and humanity in it. And I think it's cool that they were able to do that with a game. Cause so often because games are still developing as a storytelling medium, they have to be about a thing. Like they have to, the game has to be about this piece of society, which is fine because a lot of media does that, yeah. but it's cool to also see a game that is not necessarily about like, you could say it's about the foster care system, but it's as much about being a parent as it is about the foster care system. It's as much about grief as I, it is about the foster I, care system. I, like, I would say Life is Strange 2 falls into that same category, but okay. like broadly, I, like the main characters pl- are non-white people. and it's That's their why journey, I say because I haven't played it. Yeah, it, it hits a lot of different – like it hits religion. It hits uh, you know domestic That's abuse. Cool. It, hits, because yeah, it hits lots of things. I think it's impressive that they that, that they do that and apparently do that over two different developers because yeah. you know so many games are more focused. Like I – think um like umarangi generation even though the way it tells a story is very different um i love that game but its story is very much the thing it's about like it it doesn't really do a ton of branch it's about like dystopia and and authoritarianism in the face of uh 
of, of apocalypse, which is a, a really cool. And the way they tell that story is really good, but um, it's cool. It's just cool to see games that are interested in a, in a broad palette of stuff to talk about. Um, and, and I think that the way true colors does that is really smart. And also Alex Jen is just like probably one of my favorite video game characters ever at this point. She is uh, just a phenomenal, like her, the performance is incredible. The animation that they did on her face in particular, everybody looks really good in that game, but the animation on her face is astounding. Like the, so the, way, the way you can read emotion on her is it, it's incredible. Like she makes faces sometimes that I was like, Whoa, that's because they don't look like real people. Like they look kind of like Sims. They're stylized cartoons, aren't they? Yeah, kind of. and I love the way that it looks, but it definitely it reminds me of The Sims a lot. Like it's like a very high fidelity The Sims, which is perfect because I love that kind of style. But her facial animations, you have moments. I had moments where I was like, "Wow, that's like beyond the uncanny valley. That looks like a real person's face." Um, and it's interesting because you can see it in the animation and the expression more than the actual model of the face, which I thought was really cool. Um, and it has really good music too. That the the musical moments are fantastic. Well, he didn't uh, play it on streamer mode where they <laughs> cut out all the music. And <laughs> I can't imagine that would be so crushing to yeah, play it, it that way because the music is so fantastic in it. Like, like what are they? There's like a festival scene where a music where a song is really important. Oh, I think they just to like don't the play anything. The like there's the just, there's like that just, uh, air guitar scene. Nothing, completely silent. Oh my god! Yeah, I've, that I've, is I've, awful. I don't know the context of it, but I have seen that clip. In I forgot about audience. that. I saw that too. Yeah. yeah, that scene is like really, really, especially the in the broader context one, of the story. The festival it, one might work because it, is it transformative? Because they're playing a cover, so they don't have to pay as much. What maybe the auto whatever won't pick it, it out? No, no, that it they'll fucking because whoever wrote like did the song. It I bet like, it's just yeah, silent, yeah. and they're just they're just yeah. That sucks. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. stream that game. Don't watch somebody stream it either. Just go play it because like God, it's those so moments small. are so it's like, important. I get why you have to do that because in this world, in this age, like everybody's going to stream everything. But also, well, that seems like just the and, and fundamentally they, worst way. And to they it. in the marketing for was it Life is Strange two? They used or maybe it was for uh, what was the 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 other one they Before. did. Before no no the Captain the, Spirit Captain Spirit no no is the one about the the transgender the twins oh tell in me Alaska. why tell, tell me why, why. Yeah. it tell me why they used clips of people playing like Life is Strange two like streaming it and used like face clips like oh my god like oh from the creators of Life is Strange or something and so they're like. Now people are like oh if I play it on stream maybe they'll take my clip and they'll put it in the trailer or something. Mm. I don't know. I just yeah. it would that the 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 festival scene it sucks that there wouldn't be music there, but that air guitar scene in the wider context of the story is like deeply, deeply, deeply important. Like, yeah. specifically the fact that they're listening to the song and the emotion of that scene is um like one of the most important moments in the entire game. So yeah. to remove the sound from it, it would be like removing the audio from like the scene the bridge of Casa doom in Lord of the Rings <laughs> and just taking out all of the audio from that scene. It's only, and, only the and, speaking. and the subtitles, only the speaking. 
like that because no, the, I'm talking about yeah, if you took yeah, the, uh, the speaking out too. Okay, okay. <laughs> and and Gandalf just kind of silently mouths something you can't understand uh-huh. or see mm-hmm. to the camera, and then dies, and you're like, "What did I just watch?" Uh, like it's just music is like at the core of that game, and it's just yeah. crazy that they that they did that especially because the other streamer stuff where you can have the decision making be based on like twitch votes is kind of cool although i don't know that game also i can't imagine streaming that game it is such a personal thing and it's so personal the way you play through it like i don't think i'll ever play through it and make different choices again there's stuff i missed that i want to go back and see but i don't think i could make different choices than the ones i made because they feel so much like my choices um and they show you the the percentages like they do in the other games at the end of who did what, like how many percentage of people did the things you did. And I was, it's pretty evenly split for most of them, most of the big ones, which mm. is really impressive. That tells you what, that they're doing something right. And, but at this, it's interesting because it's like pretty evenly split for a lot of the big ones. And yet I was like, there's no way I could pick some, the other thing. Sometimes I had to think about it for mm-hmm. a long time to get there, but then it, I realized that like I couldn't play this with different decisions because it would just feel weird. Did you ever have any situations where you made a choice, but then it was like it was communicated poorly, so it wasn't actually what you thought it was? Nope. Okay. Um, there are certainly situations where you the choice you're not sure what the consequences are going to be. Yeah. Um, and it can be kind of scary because. There's, it's a heavy game with serious stuff in it, and there's choice certain times when I was like, I mean, what is this character going to do if I don't, I can do one thing that I feel is the wrong way, but I know that it'll keep them safe, but if I do this other thing, are they going to hurt themselves? Is there going to, like, what's going to happen? Um, but it never and felt Pat like and I, I also had completely different choices for yes. that, that one. And it's really interesting seeing his point of view on it and yes. mine. It's a really interesting game to talk about too, I think, for that reason once once you played it, because it has you can say that for just about every choice. Um and I don't know. It's it's a it's it's just a really good game that people really should should play. I think every I really think everybody should play it. Um it, it unless you literally hate games where you talk to people. <laughs> Cause that is what it is. I mean it, it, yeah. it there's no QTEs, there's no action in it at all. But like if if you have a, a burning hatred of games where you walk around and talk to people, I guess maybe you wouldn't like it. But but if you have any kind of appreciation for storytelling and narrative in games, um it is it is like it's it's one of the best. I, I hate to say I don't like to say things about it being like the best at anything when I've played it a week ago, but it's certainly one of the best narrative walk around talk to people kind of experiences i've had with a game ever um and uh and 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 i'm it makes me really really excited to see what deck nine is going to do next um the only thing about it that i think is sad is i would really like to see more alex and there's no reason they couldn't do that um coming off of this game in a variety of different ways uh that's like seriously not a spoiler for anything they could Um, add another character to smash (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alex Chen and Smash Brothers would be very funny, especially with the context of one of the chapters. But uh Alex Chen um, empathizes with the fight. Uh but yeah, seriously, like there's it'd be very easy for them to make more. Um 
but uh but I don't know that they will uh go back to her again. Mm-hmm. Um so I hope I I kind of hope they do cuz uh she she's great. Also the character from Before the Storm that carries over I think is Steph. I'm pretty positive. Is, yeah. Yeah, she's really cool. Made me want to go play Before the Storm. I'm actually going to upgrade. She... I'm going to spend the $12 to upgrade to the deluxe edition of True Colors so I can play the little Steph story thing they Yeah, I was going to say, the yeah, they, they, made a, they made a Steph DLC. I didn't yeah. like Steph as much, and I don't know why. Um, but I think a lot... I mean, like I was saying to Pat, a lot of the theme that I got from the game is, like, finding a home... Because Alex has never hasn't really had a permanent home for like eight or nine years, um, and she's even lived then, like yeah, her permanent and home was not sucked. good. Yeah. Um. So, like, a lot of the game for me was about Alex finding this new home, and the, the one of the contexts, the like, the thing that Steph, like, what she talks about a lot is like she wants to go out on the road and be a traveling musician, and she's you know she's already moved around because she's moved to Haven Springs from the Life is Strange before the storm, you know, so like she's moving a lot and it didn't she didn't feel like the right influence on Alex based on how I was playing her. Um and like, what's so interesting is I had the complete opposite approach in that I felt like Alex was the perfect influence on Steph. So mm. it was it was interesting the way that Sam and I both came to... The, uh, there's romance options. It's not a spoiler to say that at all. That's signposted very clearly in the first chapter. Um, yeah, and, there's and two romance of, options, and yeah. I picked one and Pat picked the other. Yeah, and I think it's just really cool and interesting that you can have those discussions about the game because there's... it's there's no point when Sam and I have talked about doing different things where I've been like, man, wow, Sam, what an asshole. I can't believe you picked that. Yeah. Uh, instead, it's just been like, oh, that's really interesting how you arrived at that choice. So, yeah. Good and discussion like I, this game. Yeah, like I said in Game of the Year, there's a huge story moment at the end of the first chapter. And I knew it was going to happen, but I was still shocked. I did not. And it was, I was very shocked. Well, it's gutting. This is really, yes. really gutting as a story moment, especially when you've only spent like an hour with these characters, but they engender themselves to <laughs> it's, you. It's, it's, I'll stay spoiler free, but it was funny because about like t- 10 minutes before the end of the chapter, I was like telling my partner, like, it would be kind of cool. I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't know if this game has any big tragedy at the center of it. It would be kind of nice if it just didn't, and if it was just a game that was like just about the characters and like living life here, and then the end of the first chapter happens. But it's still really fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is there is conflict, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And the empathy power seems like it would be stupid, and then you're like, oh no, this is no, it's the great. most interesting power they've done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love the time travel in one. I think that the the chapter four or whatever where you go back and change time and everything's horrible is fantastic but like yeah sorry carry on no 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 you're fine i'm just trying just remembering how good that how shocked i was at that the end of chapter three going into chapter four of the original life is strange i'm looking forward to replaying that i have to say when it comes out this year and i will play before the storm to get some steph context I, i just want high def go fuck your selfie I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna play the that remaster as well, just because I want to play the second season a lot. Because I think I'll like it a lot more than the first season. Because um, it I sounds so. really, really good. And and I just want more of that kind of st- stuff. Because man, 
like that that was the most disappointing thing about finishing true colors is finishing it because i i wanted i want more of that storytelling specifically not just that style of game but mm-hmm. but like that kind of storytelling which you know different developers so i don't know how much i'll feel that it's similar in seasons one and two of the don't not stuff but uh yeah um so that was life is strange we could i could keep talking about it for hours so i don't want (laughs) to keep bleeding time away the other stuff i have is is pretty fast um famous last words my no but really (laughs) my iRacing check-in is mostly just all right as a as a um people you spend a lot of weeks practicing in something like iRacing, and this was a really cool week because it was a week where I like did well, and you get to see good results instead of just practicing and practicing and practicing and 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 like waiting to see the improvement in results. Um, and I don't know, it's just cool. I just like sh- shouting out finding hobbies where you where there's room for for improvement, and then practicing it doing it and then seeing the improvement come through uh i think it's really valuable so i don't know like your thing may not be simulation racing but uh we raced the or i raced because it's it was a solo event yeah well it's that too uh the uh the daytona roar before the 24 which is a 2.4 hour race uh, with gt4 cars and tcr cars and uh mazda mx5 cup cars which are basically like cars you could reasonably own if you wanted to spend a lot of money on a car not like they're they're not like gt3 cars where gt3 cars cost like half a million dollars so you're never gonna own one of those if you're just a normal person if you were pretty fairly wealthy you could buy a gt4 car to just drive around if you wanted to because they're like much less than a gt3 car and uh, TCR is even like I drove a Honda Civic R Type, so it's basically like a car car you can buy at a car dealership, but with some extra roll cage stuff and weight yeah. reduction. Um, so that it that it was a cool race, and I managed to finish in second place in my class. And out of like two thousand people registered, and then you get filtered into fifty driver splits, and my split was probably like lower mid tier um, of the splits based on your MMR rating and, and so coming in second was really cool. And I was like 20 seconds up on the car in P3. So that that's a pretty significant lead, which is, and I was 20 seconds back of the first place driver. So it's not like I was Mm -hmm. like fighting to win or anything, but it was really cool to have such a, a strong P2 finish. And again, I say that less to like build to, to, to say, look how good I am because there's a, world of improvement to be doing that kind of thing in higher rated splits but it was really nice to see practice pay off like that and i think it's it's a cool thing that people should try to get 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 your hobbies where you can see your improvement because it's fun and i I think it it makes you feel good um so that don't monetize your hobbies just improve and make yourself feel good I mean, kind of. I don't know. I mean, monetize what you got to monetize for sure. Sure, but um, everybody's got got stuff. I auditioned for some voiceover roles this week uh, because I think it would be fun to get paid to do some. Well, we some need voice a replacement work, but... for Troy Baker now. So, oh my god, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Coming to every every video game made in the next six years, Pat, as every main character. (laughs) Sure. And I won't get into NFTs, I can promise you that. (laughs) (laughs) Clip that, everyone. Clip it. (laughs) I mean, seriously. (laughs) That's never going to happen. You'd have to... Let me rephrase that. If anyone wants to pay me, like, millions of dollars to do one NFT of, like, a picture of my face... Then sure, I'll what do if, that. That's... What about your bare feet on your racing pedals as an NFT? I've said before that no, if you want to, they've got to be in the racing shoes. They've got to be in the no, shoes. no. It's got to be barefoot. What do you? What is wrong with you, Sam? Aren't you thinking about the money? Could yeah. we do an on-off? Maybe. Anyway, I'm going to go uh, and uh, <laughs> parent a child. Parent baby Todd, Todd Howard. Oh yeah. Baby Todd Howard is not Bye, happy everyone. with how the QA is going. No. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks Bye. for stopping in. Yeah. Yep. See you later. See you, Sam. Bye. Bye, Sam. Um. Anyway, iRacing racing remains good. Our hobbies are good. Self or imp- not even self improvement, but improvement and getting better at things. Measurable results. Good. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, and then the last thing I played a lot of uh, Monster Hunter Rise this week. It came out on Steam. That game is still really good. I got like twice as far as I did in the switch version. Wow. And part of that is because what's funny is the hour count between what I have in the PC and switch versions are pretty similar. It's just that the, the interface and like the way the game runs on PC is so much better that I find it like worlds easier to play. And it's not just that I was like, oh, I played it on on Switch, so then I knew what to do on PC. It's just that, like, you had you played a Monster Hunter the... game before, like, you know, yeah, exactly before the before it on Switch. Yeah, um, I'm also playing with mouse and keyboard, which is like a revelation for oh. me because I think it's way. I just like playing with a mouse and keyboard a lot more, um, and it controlling the camera that way. You can like look around while you're attacking so much easier because they just. By default, it just binds attacks to your mouse buttons. Um, when ooh, I hope was was Monster Hunter World on Xbox? Yeah. Okay. I hope whatever next Monster Hunter game I'm by bite play on uh, Xbox so I can use the Elite controller and use that those paddle buttons. But anyway, continue. You can do that on PC as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's. It, Rise is a really good game. I think um, it like the reason I always fell off of World is I hate the way that the story is delivered sure. in World because I think the story sucks. <laughs> like yeah, it's not it's, good. No, uh, and it's there that, to be there, I always, not for any like real those purpose. missions. Those missions where it's like walk with a caravan through the whole map for mm-hmm. like twenty minutes and nothing happens is like they're so bad and they made me want to stop playing so much. Whereas Rise is just like 20 to 30 minutes at the beginning of you got to talk to a bunch of people and do the boring tutorial quests. And then after that, it's just like, okay, just go play now. Just go do Monster Hunter. Uh, And it's so much more fun to me. Uh, Although (laughs) for the first, (laughs) I said in Discord, I was streaming it to some friends while I was playing. For the first like one star and two star hunter quests they're so easy i was just like 
I started crafting some better weapons because I've been using uh, gun lance. And I started, started, I crafted like the best gun lance I could make and then was just rolling quests. Like I'm killing small monsters in like two hits and killing the big monsters are getting away and then they die almost immediately as soon as I catch them (laughs) once they've, and, and I was just like, man, this is like, this is easy. I don't understand what's the, I thought the whole thing was that monster hunter gets really hard. Uh, and oh, then, it will. It will. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I did the urgent quest from two to go up from two star to three star, where you fight a Ekmosis, Eknomen. I don't remember. I think it's a monster for yeah. Rise that they added. It's like a bird with a with a um, feathered like. Uh, what am I trying to say? I guess it's a headdress. I don't like know. A plume. Um, Plume is a bed where you put it. Yeah, it's kind of like the dinosaur from Jurassic Park, the little one that spits the poison. Okay, um, but it's big, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. very big, <laughs> enormous, in fact. And it does these attacks where it like goes up on one leg like a crane, and then it spins around and fucks your shit up. And that <laughs> thing, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only way I could describe yeah, it. Uh-huh. That thing. That thing murdered the mm-hmm. shit out of me, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and 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 I was streaming in Discord while I was playing it. I was like, finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> so it's like finally, this this fight is actually yeah. hard. Uh, so now that I'm in the three star quests, I also I was like, man, I did the one and two star quests so fast. It was I only played it. Was only been playing for like six hours. Am I like, is this only like twenty hours to get through all of the 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 village quests? And then I hit the third tier of quests, and there's like three pages of quests instead of just one. So yeah, it's clear that uh, as you the three three star seems to be where the game actually starts. Yeah. So uh, it's it's fun. I'm I'm excited to keep playing it. Uh, that game's awesome. That's the appealing thing. Like the thing that's like oh, maybe I want to check out Rise is that there are so many more monsters in Rise and the War on World at re- release, and I still think that I think there's release. more than there are no i looked recently okay there's more in iceborne it's like six more with iceborne okay. than there are in but yeah in, in so that Rise. was that was the big bummer because come I, I like monster hunter 4 ultimate on the 3ds had like over 100 monsters <laughs> and like some of those it's like are just 70 like, something like color swaps or something but it, it's just like so many it's and, like 70 something yeah. in uh in rise and i mm. think it's like 80 it's like 76 in rise and like 82 in mm. world yeah, plus okay. iceborne um I think that uh well it, does that include the uh the DLC for the PC release like the sun for, the, from the dawn? rise yeah I yeah. don't know I am not sure I just googled how many monsters mm-hmm. are in each of these games and and yeah. um but uh but cuz I was trying to sell my friend on like there's more content in this than there was in 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 world I my concern is that I don't know if they're going to support it as heavily as they supported world because it's yeah like a throwback to the portables a little more Mm -hmm, than world mm -hmm. and and so i think but but what's cool for me is if i can get through rise and then we're still waiting on world two i never played through world like i got to the part where you um uh what's the second area i think oh like the desert no i did the desert the one the, the coral highlands i think yeah the coral or, highlands that's where i stalled is it out the coral highlands yeah, yeah yeah i think it's the coral highlands it's it's coral highlands because it's like cool and colorful and there's yeah, yeah pretty yeah. lights everywhere yeah 
I that's where I stopped playing because this because I mm-hmm. just got sick of the story. So I have a lot of that game left to play. Yeah. Um. And and so if Rise, if I stay, I'm going to stick with Rise for now because I have some friends playing it. But mm-hmm. um, if I want more, then I can go to go play uh World yeah. still and and have all that to do. And hopefully there'll still be people playing it for some of the the uh co-op stuff. I I think. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm comfortable enough. I'm getting comfortable enough with Rise that I would be comfortable playing co-op with matchmade people or not matchmade. I know mm-hmm. it's not how it works, but like yeah, playing just... grouping up with like public groups. Yeah. Um, because I'm understanding how to play more. It, it is. Rise. I mean, it's matchmade. Like you can just you can just join like random people's hunts. Like be mm-hmm. like, oh, this person fired their flare in the air. You can go join them or fire your flare and have people and join you. The thing about that stuff too is. And I'm kind of appreciating this with like, with games like this. I think you could do it without voice chat. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I mean, that's because, how all the games have worked so far. <laughs> yeah, because yes, it takes teamwork, but you don't really need to communicate complex things. It's more like you need to play your role well within the yeah. team, and then the only thing you'd need to communicate is if we're going to capture it or kill it, basically. Uh, and so. once you once like everyone captures, <laughs> like unless the mission oh, yeah. says otherwise, it's everyone captures. You get better loot and stuff. Uh, mm, so okay. so yeah, it's everyone captures uh, unless like so, things happen. But the the goal is sure, to yeah, capture yeah. as often as you can. Yeah. So anyway, rise real good. I would recommend it to anybody. I think it's totally worth the full price of mm-hmm. of entry. It looks pretty good on pc too like mm-hmm. it's still the same geometry so it's not gonna just blow yeah. your mind or anything better but textures also on the geometry like, <laughs> yeah yeah way better and it has really good ultra wide support too which mm. is cool um and rare uh yeah <laughs> in game Def- releases definitely um so that part's really cool and it runs over at over 100 frames a second most of the time which mm. also rules on it's my like high refresh rate monitor triple the frame rate more than triple the frame rate of the switch version oh yeah quadruple the frame rate of the switch version nice uh which is is fun um and it it's really slick to play a game like that at super high frame rate mm-hmm. it feels yeah. really really good uh so yeah i i i recommend it i have heard that there's people who there's people who have Alex Arona was talking about it to, to us and um, people have just had like crashing where they can't get the game to launch. And then there's also an issue where some people just can't even like create a save file, just errors mm-hmm. out when they try to start the game and save it. Um, so I guess there are some problems with the PC port. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They've Capcom has the day it came out, they had put out a thing that was like, Hey, we're aware of these problems um, like as a news item in steam. So Hopefully they'll get it fixed, but I haven't. I have not encountered any issues uh, at all with it. I can't think of a single technical problem that's happened. So uh, the other it's thing that so it does. It's always so weird when that's like uh, you know lopsided like that, where yeah, having zero issues and somebody else is having like all the issues. It's well, that's so PCs too, right? It's like the yeah. everyone's combination of hardware and software is different. So yep. um, like it could be that the people who are having crashing all have the same like video codec installed <laughs> that right. nobody else uses or something you know like it's who knows um but they're all but, still uh, whipping the llama's, llama's ass with winamp <laughs> yeah um uh the 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 other thing too that just occurred to me last thought that is that the town in rise 
is so much easier. Mm-hmm. You only have to walk like four steps to go from the place where you craft items to the place where you accept missions and go on them. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the multiplayer hub area, it also has yeah places where you can do all that stuff. And you can fast travel around the village with like three mouse clicks, mm-hmm. which is another huge quality of life thing over world. Yeah. Um, world which I know had some means to get like, around faster, but it was oh kind of God. overwhelming. World was yeah, just like uh, MMOS city. They were like, we can't, like, we're on a console, so we can do this. And they didn't think, should we? They spent so much time right. <laughs> figuring out if they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice and nice to just be able to, like, walk three steps and make a new weapon and then walk three steps back and yeah. be in a quest again. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely nice. Uh, all right. Well, that's Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I'm I'm curious, but I'm I'm still I'm gonna hold off uh, for whatever World Two is. Uh, on the one I, hand, it'll I go bet, on I sale. I bet we see hand, World Two this year. I think we'll see it revealed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, revealed. I don't think it'll come out till probably 2024. I would. I don't think. It's I next would. Ex- I would expect it next year. But but oh, I have no nothing to go on for actually did like Capcom's whole schedule leaked. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Let's let's see. Uh, and I guess actually I don't know what they have this. They don't have anything this year really. So they probably have to put it out next year. Let's see. Yeah, so there's a, okay. There's supposed to be a Resident Evil game that came out at the Q4 2021. I don't know if we're gonna get that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Monster Hunter Six Q2 2023. Uh, but like some of the stuff hasn't panned out, we'll see. But I, I can hope there's there's a very exciting. Why are they calling thing it Monster list. Hunter Six? Because that schedule that's funny. Because the, yeah, I mean it's, you know mainline. Because like I guess World would be five, and then Rise would be six. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's a spinoff. It's like not the mainline game because there was also Generations Ultimate or whatever Generations. Oh, I know. It's just funny. On the, like it's the DS game. game, yeah. Like the yeah, it's Kingdom Hearts rules. Anything goes. Um, well, it's Kingdom Hearts rules, and that they're all main series games. In yeah. my opinion, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not. De- is, I'm not debating that. The point being, Rise is absolutely a full. Yeah, one hundred percent a full Monster Hunter game. I mean, it so, has as yeah. much stuff in it as World. So. Also, weirdly, this <laughs> okay, this list is really silly. I, I had not actually looked at this list before. Some games on this list are Resident Evil. Some games are Biohazard. Why they do that, I don't know. I guess like the new like the seven eight or like Biohazard, like Resident Evil Biohazard. I don't know. But then <laughs> the last game on this list, Q four twenty twenty four, Resident Evil Hank. Ooh, I tell you spooky. what. Yes, that's it. Finally. Man, why? Okay. King of the Hill game. Side thing. From Deck Nine. Yes, please. Thank you. Well, yes. (laughs) That's where my brain went, and it'd be perfect. But also, why is it that we got, like, 30 fucking Simpsons games, which are largely pretty good. Like, I love The Simpsons, and, Uh like, Simpsons Hit and Run, fucking fantastic game. But how did we not get a single King of the Hill game? I mean, there's probably like one somewhere. It's, it's too let me, too yeah. based in like reality. Like Simpsons, like you got goofy stuff going on, more cartoony. I, do, I oh, nothing goofy happens in King of the Kill. No, you're right. No, just it's. I mean, it's it's real life, man. That's everything in King oh. of the Hill could happen in real life. 
Uh, hi, here is this uh, Kotaku article, the headline, The First and Only King of the Hill video game came out 19 years ago, and it's boring. Sure. It's not Apparently surprising. It came out in 2000. So it's. Do I look you... like I know what a bitmap is? <laughs> At so- yeah, someday, it's... we're going to make a King of the Hill game. We're going to have to. Oh, man. We got to do it before the voice cast can't do it anymore. I mean, a lot. Some of them are already dead. I know. Oh. Uh, I, I. What think... if you took. There what have been took talks about doing like a reunion new season and like doing like as much like real time has passed, uh, but I don't know. What if you could take? What if you took audio from the show to like that exists already? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. To like the Lego Lord of the Rings games, Lego King exactly. of the Hill, Lego King yes, of the Hill. Everyone, everyone loved that when Lego did it. So why not do that for King of the Hill? <laughs> Actually, Lego King of the Hill would be really funny. <laughs> that would be extremely good, and I would... Actually, yeah. uh, Traveler's Tales, call us. Uh, yeah. Anyway, King of the Hill is really good. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, you know, I... should rewatch that soon. I, I'm finally trying to get this game that has been in my head for years on... Into a into an actual game. Well, so if you what, need a narrative f- designer for this King of the Hill game, once I well, once I finish that, which is not a King of the Hill game, uh, then we can move on to the King of the Hill game. Uh, but no, it's a Family that, Guy game. <laughs> uh, there, there are Family Guy games, uh, but I know they're bad, and I don't think. I think King of the Hill is significantly better oh, than Family Guy. Oh, absolutely. I think we're talking C to S tier kind of gulfs. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, uh, for what I've been playing this week, I have finally done it. The reason I got an Xbox Series S, not, I didn't even really think about it because I couldn't see this game on Game Pass on PC, but finally doing it. I am playing the sequel to one of my top five games of all time. I booted up Fable 2 today. And my god, how did we live like this, people? What did we allow ourselves to be subjected to in the Xbox 360 PS3 era? Maybe the PS2 era too. I don't, you know, I haven't played any PS2 games recently, but holy shit. What the fuck was wrong with us? What did we accept in our video games with like this these smeary Some of us were playing PC games. This is true. These smeary messes. These sub 30 frames per second. This like awful just disgusting I don't even motion blur, motion blur and it these games this games it's looked a, bad. It looks bad. On, yeah. yeah. Like in mo, especially in motion, it's just, like when you're stopped, it's like it looks okay. Like and you know, it looks like an old game, but when you're in motion, it's just awful. And like I booted up Mass Effect three on the PS3 back before Andromeda came out, and I was just like, I loaded up a save, and I was in like the refugee bay, like cargo bay on the Citadel, and that was just unbearable. And like ever since then, I've been like. What is what is wrong with us as a society that we allowed this to happen and we have allowed it to continue to happen in games going forward where we're just like, eh, 
runs like shit on the console, but everyone's fine with it. It's just... Yeah, I don't get it either. I, I think a lot of people just don't care, and I don't yeah, like I, to and get I don't, too deep I into it. And I don't see how they can't. <laughs> I know. I, you know, people play... Preaching like, to the choir. Know, yeah, people playing games on the... You know, The Witcher on the Switch, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I and not get that every game has to be some like tour de well, force, yeah. like, but just they're like visually, it's so unpleasant to look at. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. And Fable's problem too is this is true of unfortunately the the lost chapters as well mm-hmm. or Fable Anniversary. Um, it's not as bad from like smeary visuals perspective because it's a remaster yeah. um yeah so and i i would suspect they will remaster fable 2 maybe before the next one comes out I, in some capacity um like i i would expect what they'll do is put out a fable collection and it'll just be maybe, fable yeah. anniversary and then fable 3 they won't touch because that's new enough uh and then fable 2 will get like some very minor visual yeah. updates just to make it not look quite so bad um, but but the thing that Fable Anniversary suffers from that Fable Two, to my memory, does as well, is the camera is so like claustrophobic. Um, it's a little that <laughs> when you're in like certain areas, it's not a problem all the time. Yeah, but certain areas, it just it's the scale is way off. Mm. Like when you're walking around the 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 like Abbey or whatever the training, yeah, the, the school, the Heroes Fable Guild. Anniversary, and you and you're in the Heroes Guild rooms. The rooms are like made for like giants. They're so mm-hmm. huge. And it doesn't feel like an architectural stylistic thing. It feels like it just feels like off and it's not helped by the fact that the camera is pulled so tight behind the character mm. that it's like really weird. The ceilings look like they're like 30 feet high in like the bedrooms. Sure. And it's yeah. really really strange and it was like it was very surreal walking around and playing it and being like, what the fuck? This is like, this is a weird architectural space. I don't, I I haven't played a ton of uh, Fable 2 yet. I've played like kind of up until you go back to Bowerstone, which is basically like you do the tutorial and then you go back to Bowerstone. And I don't, I don't, I haven't felt like it's the camera's too close in. It's pretty, it's pretty far out and gives you a lot to, uh, like you know, play with and or a, a big field of view, um, of where you are. I didn't realize like I've played Fable One and Fable Three. I like people dislike Fable Three partially because of like the way like the last act of that game gets kind of weird. Um, and then the way it ends is just like, wait, what? We're done. Uh, but I didn't realize how much of Fable Two, like how much of the mechanics of fable three were introduced in fable two because mm-hmm. they're just like a lot of things are just the exact same. Uh, like they introduced like the, uh, what are they called? There's like these little targets like, Oh, you have to shoot this one or melee this one or use magic on this one. Yeah. Uh, and like they, like I just knew those were in fable three and that I got here. I'm like, Oh, these were here. And Oh, okay. The dog is from fable two. I, I kind of knew that, uh, but I had, never really touched it so i was like oh yeah right this is just like everything in this game just got carried over to fable 3 and like the job part of why people were so frustrated with fable 3 yeah it's like half just more fable 2 and then the last act being what it is it was like really 
piss people off. I didn't even play Fable Three, so I, I yeah. would like to someday. Like I there, think there with are time, some neat parts, but I would like it. Yeah, it it it's fine. Uh, it's just yeah, the the end part yeah. is not great. Uh, but yeah, so I'm enjoying it. Like it's you know it's more Fable. I I like Fable the you know lost Fable One and the Lost Chapters, top five game of all time. I'm intrigued to see where they go with. Uh, fable 2 and it's yeah see it seems to be more like the progression system in fable 3 is not great i I didn't really care for it it it, the fable the progression system fable 2 is basically the same as fable 1 okay so that's good do you know if you can see the orbs yes you can see the orbs like the like the other players oh oh i haven't seen any I don't know if that was a thing in Fable Three, it, but in it Fable Two, Fable th- I believe it was in Fable Three. They introduced that in Fable Two also, where mm. if you ha- had Xbox Live and there were your people on your friends list, or I, it may have been anybody, but you could see like a little sprite of them running around. It was like oh, a will of like Dark Souls, like f- yes, <laughs> well, but more than Dark Souls because it was in real time. Mm. Like you could see them. Like, oh, you could you can see some real time people in, in uh, Dark Souls. Just it's very briefly, I guess. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Sometimes, it was yeah. really funny. Huh. And then you could like push buttons to interact with them, but you couldn't do anything worthwhile. Just, like fart on each uh, other or something. Ghost. Basically, farts. it was that kind of stuff. Yes. Um. It's really. It was really really strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The the thing. I don't that... know. Games were obsessed with that for a while. There was yeah. there was a bunch of games that did that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weird. Uh. The thing. That has me like, I don't know if they'll update Fable 2 is because, one, it never came to PC. But I guess Fable didn't until the Anniversary Collection. And then the other thing is, like, Fable Anniversary and Fable 3 both have FPS boost on the Xbox uh, Series S and Series X. Mm -hmm. Fable 2 does not. So, like, if you played those games on, you know, Xbox, you can get 60 FPS not on Fable 2. Which is a bummer. I think that's why I think they'll do it because I think there's a lot of easy wins they could get maybe out of people, that, and I people, think it would sell. Yeah, people seem to really people like Game Fable Two. So, uh, I bet the money that they would make in people subscribing to Game Pass to play Fable Two would be more than the cost of putting an FPS boost and and maybe, yeah. and like just running an upscaler on it. I, I'm not saying that they're going to do any real work to it. No, just yeah, like no, yeah, yeah. just get do the performance like, in a better, better place and. Uh, yeah. collection because like you don't have the dlc when you play the game pass version like they didn't even do like fable game of the year edition or whatever fable 2 collection with all the dlc yeah. or anything so if they did that that right. would be cool um and they'll probably announce it would be it very in, like, funny two if they put out a fable 2 game of the year edition <laughs> 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 not that that was anybody's game of the year i remember fable 2 was mm. like liked it was one of those like mm. 7.5 mm. <laughs> all mm-hmm. around which Peter I don't Mal- think is really fair. Peter Molyneux think... overpromising again. <laughs> the thing about those games that is, people don't make games like that anymore. No. And that's the thing that I think is cool about Fable, and that I wish we had more of them. Is like now, whenever people make RPGs, it's either like isometric throwbacks to '90s RPGs, which are great, or it's like something really complex. Like a, in like, like a, a Skyrim Fallout kind of. Yeah, by really complex, I don't mean that those games are necessarily like super complex, but like 
complex in terms of like world design and stuff like sure. that. Yeah. There's not a lot of games where it's just like, yeah, we made a bunch. Of, I mean, Fable is, I guess, like Souls games are the closest thing to it now. That's sort of the thing. Is the Souls genre mm-hmm. sort of ate the lunch of the behind-the-back action mm-hmm. RPG yeah. where there's still loot like and stuff. Kingdoms of Amalur, um, like, yeah. getting, like, kind of met the same fate. And I, I, not that they would have lasted much longer beyond, if, well, if it weren't thing... for Dark Souls. Like, there was a lot going on there, but same similar thing to Fable uh, that yeah. has gone by uh, the wayside now. And don't, I mean, I fucking love Souls, but... <laughs> It would be. I wish there were more of those action RPGs still yeah. coming out um, here. Because, like, Outward, for example, is a perfect example of like the of, of of a game like that. Except that Outward is really fucking hard because it's <laughs> trying to like get. And I like really fucking hard games, but it's like, man, I wish there were more games like that that were a little less fucking hard. Uh, sure, just like yeah. kind of chill out with. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I like I like Fable. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing more and uh, seeing where it goes. There, I did spend way too much long doing way way too much long. I spent way too long doing like the blacksmithing mini game because you can earn money like that. I'm like, oh, should I just like do a lot of blacksmithing now and then I can buy a bunch of properties and then have passive income because you know it's all about passive income. Because and that's got, the thing, right? Is this is why Fable can't happen now, mm-hmm. because there's no way for them to make a game where you're like, oh, I can just grind this blacksmithing game for like three hours and put on a <laughs> podcast or a show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then have like all the money I'll need for the rest of the game. Yeah. Because they got to be able to be like, okay, well, we got to sell you packs of currency mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you got to do daily challenges mm-hmm. to earn currency and like... Games as a service have just fucking ruined this kind of game mm-hmm. because th- you you even like a game like Dark Souls, there's still some degree of balance and economy. Yeah, given the larger the fact that you're playing with other people sometimes and stuff. Yeah. So there's just not these these action RPGs where you can like fuck with them and break them in I'll, in fun ways. <laughs> I will be fascinated to see what happens with fable four or you know whatever they end up calling the new fable game because (laughs) (laughs) damn it (laughs) thank you allison uh you got it (laughs) four bowl uh because it's like, like Microsoft a pop gap game. Yeah, it does. Uh <laughs> Microsoft has Obsidian, they have Bethesda. Like they can like they've got like kind of the games as service and like there's like more complex RPGs and stuff. So I'm hoping that they like stay true to the simplistic ish nature of like Fable and you know, like expand know. on what has been done, but like, you know, keep that tone and you know, like it doesn't need to be like a endless, like you know, uh, generative quest thing. Just like you know, give me you know a twenty-hour campaign and some weapon types. I don't know. It doesn't need to be super like ridiculous. Just like you know, keep it chill. 
I think that if that game comes out, it's going to be a big clusterfuck. <laughs> like, maybe a good clusterfuck, but it's going to be... They're going to make it into some let, huge let, thing. Let them call me Chicken Chaser, and, like, you know, that's all I need. Just They'll make a reference to that for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. First, it's going to be, like destiny but fantasy game or some shit like it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a mess oh no that's no if it comes out at all because look who's making it oh i know it's it's playground right yeah it's uh right and and like they've the thing they've done with forza is make it insufferable with its stacking seasonal and daily challenges on seasonal and daily challenges so unless there is some kind of huge backlash against that which i think there could be Actually, that'll be nice. I'm fucking tired of that shit. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'm not the the, the yeah not that the has bellwether been... for the industry. Yeah. But 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 I think people are starting to get more and I, more sick of like like I just do not want to touch a career. Forza because of like all that. No, garbage. same thing, same thing. Like I, 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 I love I that game, but I don't yeah. want to play it because it's it's fucking yeah. terrible the way that the, you have to do look at all that shit. Yeah, it, it's like if you keep adding daily challenges to everything, it's like. It, it, at a certain point, you can only have, only have so many games that you use as like, your daily game. Imagine if imagine if Pokemon was like, okay, Allison, you have one week to catch this Pokemon. I mean, Otherwise, they kind of did that. Not be able be to gone. get it for a year. They, they've done well, that I know though, they have with like the well, fucking yeah. gig- Gigantamax raids and like the rare Pokemon. Like they'll do like sort of, it's, it's not like, the same they do, thing. Though. They do event like, Pokemon like, or they do event drops where you have to download them and like a you know a specific. So the time problem though. And, but the problem, that stuff is... But, like, I have a, all the Pokemon. And it's yeah, like, exactly. but you don't, you don't have the surfing field. Pikachu. I mean, maybe you do, because yeah, you did the yeah, event, but, but like... <laughs> but, like, but, but I mean, like, it's, like, it's it's it doesn't feel... I don't know. I, I feel like there there is some of that, but also... Mm-hmm. I it's don't basically know. cosmetic it's, stuff. Yeah. Right. And, it's, and, like, and, I... And, I still get all the content in the game, even though I don't yeah. do all of those. Yes, yes. And 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 with Forza, we're talking. It's like twenty four seven, three sixty five. Yeah, it yeah. is not like, hey, there's an event at the end of the month for a week. Because yeah. like I'm doing, I was just talking about iRacing, where where there's events happening. Every race is happening all the time. I mean, it's not yeah. the same thing at all because they're not giving you content based on how you do the events. But like, if I had to be if I had to to do a certain number of i races every week in order to like get a car, there's no fucking way I would be doing mm-hmm. i racing. Like yeah. that is right. It's just it sucks. It's terrible. And so I really hope they don't do that with something like Fable. But like I, I already have a job. I don't need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, it's like I um, want to. And like I, I don't get too much like into the oh, I have to have everything or anything. Like, I've been doing the, uh, like, the Battlefield 2042 weeklies because it gets me more experience and it lets me level up. And it's just a quicker way to level up, basically. Like, most of the skin stuff I don't care about. Like, as for guns I don't use, or I'm like, I'm never going to notice this charm on my gun. And no one else is because no one's going to be close enough to me to, you know, see it or whatever. No one's going to be like, oh, I'm going to look at your gun. stuff is a little less... It's, I think with games yeah. like that too, it's a little more like you do need some kind of carrots because yeah, well, one hundred percent, you just do. I, um, I still got stuff so I don't, to unlock in like yeah. the the tree, like the progression. But just doing like the weeklies, I'm just there to get the experience. I think cosmetics, but yeah, cosmetics in in multiplayer games is fine. It's a yeah. fine thing to like 
put behind challenges and stuff like that. And and when the challenges are just ways to give you you more experience, like you're saying, that's fine too. But I just really mourn the death of like games where you can just play them when you want to play them as much as you want to play them and still potentially see the whole thing. Um, And it's, I, I was going through this a couple months ago when I was playing a bunch of space Sims because um, star citizen is uh, doesn't do this. It's not like it's star citizen doesn't have the problem of being like a job. But the thing about Star Citizen is that it's uh, it is a, a service game in that it's basically an MMO. I mean, you're playing with other mm. people. Um, and then I went back to play some X4, and X4 fucking rules because you can just go like, I'm gonna blow up all the space stations in this system, and then build my own space stations in this system, and then I'm gonna make trillions of credits playing the economy, and then I'm gonna start a war where I make these two factions annihilate each other. You could never do that in like a live service game with other people playing yeah. because you just can't. And it sucks because that's so fun. <laughs> Doing that stuff is so much fun. And it sucks that that so many games are now just in this place where because of the way that they have to be MMOs, essentially, you can't have that kind of agency and yeah. make those kinds of changes to the world. And I, it's, it's just it's disappointing. And I, I kind of... I don't think any games set out. I don't think Destiny set out to do that. And I don't think, like, uh, I'm trying to think of other good examples. Destiny was one of the first ones that really. The Division. Hit the. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, so actually, I do think. Actually, I think Ubisoft is partly to blame for this problem. Yeah, I think oh, 100%. They fucking do it on yeah. purpose for sure. Oh, well, 100%. I, I don't know that I think. I think Bungie wanted to make a cool MMO. Yeah. Um, I mean, they want to make money, but they also want to make a cool MMO. Ubisoft, I think, is just like, what can we do to spend as little money as possible on a game and then have it last for five Maximize to ten earnings. years? I, yeah. I don't yeah, know if they're spending then, as and, little and, money as they can on a game with like how many people they have on like every game and how much stuff is in those games. And it, I'm not to I like discount wonder... your point, but yeah, how much you know? How much are they actually paying for that stuff? But like, yeah, <laughs> that new DLC for Valhalla is like 40 hours of story. You know, 40 hours of story content according to marketing. But like, still, that's like what? To be honest, Assassin's that game's like a hundred hours ag- long. <laughs> Assassin's Creed is less egregious than a lot of games because yes, it does have some limited time event stuff, yeah, and it does have some service gaming stuff in it. But for the most part, you could go play Valhalla, and mm-hmm. I still plan to yeah. at some point because I love yeah, Origins and Odyssey. I I have it on my PS5, and I keep yeah. wanting to play it, but it's like same, yeah. <laughs> it's more the like the division is a good example, and really Ubisoft games. The thing that they aren't part of the problem in is they don't really they don't time limit stuff the same way that a lot of games do. Like they're not as bad as Forza. I think yeah. Forza is a new level of mm-hmm. like get fucked with this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of why I was so annoyed with it is it, it like elevates this issue to being a like dark, scary. Oh no, they went too far and I hope nobody else does <laughs> basically. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm sure there's other examples, but I can't. I can't think of any right now. Because at first, somebody when I was complaining about this on Twitter, because certain games and subjects, if you mention them, it means everyone's gonna. People are gonna see it because they just search Forza yeah. on Twitter or whatever. 
there was somebody who replied that I don't know and said, well, you can just buy it on the auction house. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes it, that kind of makes it better because it's no, not that bad. No one's fucking a, selling it on the auction house. No, they're not. I've checked like 10 times and that DeLorean from the first or first season that I missed is because, and by the way, missed because I wasn't playing it because it was fucked up on PC. So it's not yeah. like I was like choosing to do other things with my time. I wanted to play it, but whenever I played it, it was a mess and like tons of connection problems. And like, I couldn't do a lot of the online stuff and nobody's selling that car that has, I've seen there's every no... time I go in, there's like four of them listed. And when I actually try to buy it, it says, Oh, auction's already been completed. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's so no, there's, you can't just buy them on the auction. House. There's no, there's no, well, if it was an NFT, then don't get me fucking. Oh, this is going like, Oh, gross. Yeah. No. Well, I don't, maybe Phil wouldn't let that happen, but what the fuck are you talking about? No, absolutely not. But, uh, well, Phil needs to make a fucking Forza game where the cars are just in it. Yeah. I don't even care if it's like you have to do crazy stuff for them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Lock them up behind some cool, some tough challenges or whatever, yeah, some time-consuming things. Just let me do it at my pace. Yeah. Right. And it's like, that's the thing, because it's like, I personally like like that kind of loop of unlocking stuff. Like, there's just, yeah. you know, it's that satisfaction, right, of like doing a thing and you're like, go, okay, here's my reward for it. But yeah, having it be time locked is just like it, you're just making it more inconvenient for me. Yep, and like, stressful. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing I couldn't handle is I was so stressed for the few weeks that I was playing Forza Horizon Five because I was like, "Holy shit, I gotta! I only have I have one more night. I gotta play three hours tonight to get this car." And then I just hit a point where I was like, "I'm not fucking doing this anymore with any video game. I'm not doing it. it none of no video game is worth this anxiety that it's causing yeah. in me. And I'm just gonna play games that don't." Yeah. fuck with me like this and you know what monster hunter fucking rips <laughs> do they have events sometimes yeah but the events are like one you can go back and replay them yep. pretty much forever and two when they are time limited at all it gets you like a skin that usually kind of sucks <laughs> well now so. now with like worlds like they got to like the end of their like basically support and like new stuff they're like we're just gonna put it on like a week-long schedule or like each week it's going to cycle through like the seasonal stuff and like, we'll go through like a loop of all the time limited events and they'll come back and they'll go away and they'll come back and they'll go away. And that's a great way to do that. Which is what they'll probably do with Forza Horizon five too. Maybe. But but then the next Forza Horizon will be out by then. (laughs) And that means you get the DeLorean in a year. If <laughs> Which that, is like, if not two, I'm not gonna fucking play. Yeah, three. I'm not yeah, gonna like, fucking be playing that game in a year or two or three. Because so. you know, like you know, they're gonna have to do DLC and like you know, and they'll be keeping supporting, so they'll have new stuff probably. I just, I hope Gran Turismo is not that bad with that stuff. I doubt it. Sport they, isn't they, that they, bad they with take, that stuff. They take Sport forever. Doesn't have that stuff. They take forever to make the stuff, so they'd be. <laughs> Yeah, the clip it, which they'd put it out. Who knows? Uh, not that I that, think they're uh, making this stuff. A, I there was a, a clip of uh, Gran Turismo. They did a lap of the Daytona Road Course, which is on the sim racing mind right now because all of iRacing is focused on Daytona Road this month, and the real life twenty four hours of Daytona happens relatively soon and stuff. And holy fucking shit, does that game look <laughs> good? It was a little stupid because when you the 
it's an in cockpit view for the clip and the characters like turning the wheel like way more than mm. you really turn the wheel to turn like all of the my sim racing buds when i were like dude change your steering ratio what the fuck <laughs> but uh but, but oh my god that game is looks astoundingly good it's it's crazy it's crazy to run that track in iRacing 2008 ass looking mm-hmm. iRacing and they just did a huge update to the track visually this week and still you look at it and and it's like yeah this is a sim for sure because it <laughs> kind of it's looks like a 10 year old game and then you look at it in Gran Turismo 7 and it's like motherfucker they are doing some incredible stuff with lighting in that game and just like the post processing and stuff like that it's it's it looks awesome I'm I'm getting pretty excited for GT7 I wish that it would work with my wheel but uh, I'll play it on a controller and it'll doesn't it work fun. with that other wheel you've got there uh, that old one if I set up two if I set up two <laughs> wheels at once in my house <laughs> I think that's when well, an intervention will be needed. Go ahead and send that one to me then, and I'll just my girlfriend will be like, "What the what the fuck well, is this?" <laughs> apparently, apparently there is a bubble around Seattle where anything shipped here is yeah, just that's that's true. Shipped to fucking, or from here is a is a is Bermuda a, is a Triangle, hole, so. Seattle Triangle. Yes. Is, sounds like a nightmare. When is this game coming out? March, March fourth. Okay, yeah, it's coming up. Yep. Yep. The only thing mm, I won't get too deep into it. It's oh, please. Th- they said some stuff about the car Is list, it? and <laughs> the, there's this like you can buy all these cars from post 2011, and I'm like, I don't fucking want the cars from post 2011. I want to drive like a 60s mm-hmm. Le Mans prototype, or mm-hmm. like I, like the cool thing about GT4 was that it had all this old shit in it. I don't. I, I can it, drive new cars in i racing. <laughs> Uh, it's got it's got like eighty six GT, uh, nineteen sixty five Sports eight hundred Toyota. It's it's got yeah. It has some it has some stuff. You know, it's some not going to have cars. everything. I just well, it's got over four hundred cars, over four hundred twenty yeah, according it, to this. So, oh, I know, uh, very nice. But uh, the, the I think that's the thing that's both insane and also disappointing is yeah. It has over four hundred and twenty cars. Gran Turismo Four had like a thousand cars in it. Did it? Jesus. And yes. <laughs> and so that's I kind of mourn the loss of the mm-hmm. insane. It GT Four had this thing too, where it was like it had um, premium cars, and then it had the non-premium cars, and the premium cars were mm. like more well, detailed, like carefully designed wild, yeah. and detailed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let me see. GT4 car count. Okay. That's... Over 700, sorry. Okay. Not 1,000. Okay. But all the over cars... 700 cars from 80 manufacturers. Oh, over 700. It's like, that's nothing compared to a From as early percent. as the 1886 Daimler motor carriage. <laughs> oh. The future has contest Okay, okay, listen. Okay, listen. I don't... I, I only like the only racing games I've played are like very, very arcadey ones or only driving games. But I want to drive one of those like super old cars in a game. That sounds amazing. I mean, yeah, that's a big part of the one of the leagues that I just can't make time for. I really want to is I'm I, I have the the details for our factor two league. Our factor two is like. It's like the X plane 
of <laughs> sim racing where like i racing is like the microsoft flight simulator where it's like everybody knows about it respects it it's it's uh, you know it's everyone agrees it's good r factor 2 is the one that's like you're kind of sick at that point so <laughs> nobody r factor 2ing nobody sits with those kids at the lunch table <laughs> r factor 2 is the kind of thing let's put it this way somebody said to me um r factor 2 isn't a plug and play game like i racing it's a real simulator <laughs> Just, just, I was, I like cracked up when this person said this to me. <laughs> like, you could fucking out of your mind. Uh, but, uh, but uh, nobody would listen to this this show, so don't, don't have to worry about that. But uh, the, I'm, I'm in. I have the files. I'm in technically a league that I don't have time to race. That's a 1993 World Sports Car Championship Group C league where you drive 1993 prototypes which are like they don't look like real cars uh they're like halfway between an f1 car and like a a gt car and that just fucking rules they're so cool they're so much fun to drive around these like 1993 sports cars that they're really cool and it's that's what i want and a lot of people who do sim racing is we want we want the older cool cars that don't drive around in real life anymore on any racetracks. So I, I hope that GT seven has a lot of that stuff. Cause that's, yeah. that's is, what I want. Is any of that stuff in like Gran Turismo sport? Just, no. So that's the problem. Ah, okay. I don't know how far back Gran Turismo sport goes. GT mm-hmm. sport was the reason it's called Gran Turismo sport is cause it's much more about like modern sport, yeah, sport GT racing. Cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- modern GT sports cars. And much less about it has some one offs, I think, but it's yeah. not really a game about classic cars at all. Um, huh. And the thing, the big thing about Gran Turismo compared to other racing sims and games is Gran Turismo is the sort of semi racing game where you can get your like 2006 Prius and race it. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, it, it's, it's, they don't, they have so many like, everyday cars in Gran Turismo and sport kind of was missing that to a degree. Uh, and I hope that they get back to it a little bit with GT seven. If I recall the GT sport car list is much smaller than the GT seven one. They went really well, all the, all one. the, all those cars are in uh, Gran Turismo yes, seven. Exactly. So. Yeah. And with more. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed because goddamn does GT seven look astoundingly good. Like, I thought Forza Horizon 5 looked amazing. GT7 looks like even well, more yeah, impressive, I, which makes sense because it's, it's closed circuit scope. racing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's totally. Yeah, that's scope. why they can do it. And it's awesome. I'm really excited. I hope that it's that looks like it will definitely be a like a huge visual tour de force for for the the PS5. Um and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I wonder how the crowds are going to look. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. I've got I, I got deep into looking on this Gran Turismo wiki because I wanted to look at those old cars. Mm-hmm. And apparently you can't use them in races. You can only use them in practice, which is some bullshit. Yeah. 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 Some bullshit. I, I will tell you the racing between 1886 Daimler motor carriages, probably not particularly good. <laughs> no, I bet it's not. I bet it's terrible. And that's but why I it's great. Race. 
I was if, like, let me, I was thinking, I was like, should I find a way to buy Gran Turismo 4 to race with these buggies? And it's like, I can't. I mean, I'll tell you, Gran Turismo 4, one of the best career modes ever. And it's the reason that I got into racing Sims ultimately mm-hmm. is because I played a lot of GT4 when I was in high school and it stuck with me over the years. And it was always a burning thing in the back of my mind. And that's, that's ultimately why I started down the road. I've gone down the past year. <laughs> All right. I I just like how on the wiki they, the the description for the, of the car's performance. The car's performance is lacking. It's like no <laughs> shit. Uh, uh. And that's Fable Two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and that is gonna do it for this week. For it's a shorty, and this is probably more the kind of episode you can expect going forward. We'll we'll try to not devolve into car talk from every game we talk about, but hey, no promises. Just it happens. Yeah, and uh, cars they're good. Six, you can in Gran Turismo Six, you can use a moon buggy. Yeah. Yes. Do yeah. I need a GT Six is pretty games? good too. They're really <laughs> fucking good. You should get GT Seven. It's really it'll be it should be really good. Yeah, I probably will, because now I'm just like, damn, I want to drive yeah. one of those weird cars. And the other you thing move, about those games is... You can get, like, a racing wheel, and you can just be... God. Well, the thing, that's cool, the thing that's cool about those games is, I mean, as much as I would love to get everybody into, let's all get 80-20 full aluminum injection <laughs> molded rigs. Um, but the, the thing that's cool about GT is, and it's true Forza also, so, but... Uh, Gran Turismo is a good controller game. Like it's not, it's iRacing is not a good controller game. I know some people who do it and they're fucking freaks. I respect the hell out of them, but they're <laughs> freaks. Um, the, but, uh, but, but Gran Turismo will, should be perfectly fine on a controller, like yeah. almost as good on a controller I'm as, as on. I'm curious how the, uh, force feedback stuff will be dual sense, uh, trigger stuff in the, yeah, I'm really interested to see that too. Um, especially in the most important, part of uh a car it's the race car is the brake pedal so it'll be interesting how they leverage the the sensitive like the triggers to try yeah. to give you that sense of grip through how the brake pedal works because they can't i mean obviously in real life the brakes the pedal doesn't change resistance like the brakes are not force feedback they have a linear curve of their force and they're always the same but i think they can use the trigger in some interesting ways to give you some of the force feedback you would be getting from the steering wheel through the brake through the trigger then make your braking a lot more um on par with what you would get from driving with like a load cell brake uh so it it could be really cool i I hope it is if anyone's going to nail it it's going to be polyphony because they the game is always perfect (laughs) Uh, take so much time yeah exactly God, I think I'm going to buy Gran Turismo 7. All right, there we go. The Game fuck? of the year, 2022 like, Gran Turismo 7. We got it. I, I didn't know I was going to go there Call, today, but I guess this is what's happening. Hey, it was going to happen eventually. You talked to Pat so much, it was just it's going to happen. <laughs> Everybody ends up with racing something eventually, if you talk to me. It's, uh, it's like Omicron on this podcast. It's not when you'll, it's not if you'll get it it's when you'll get oh, it oh god <laughs> the racing bug uh uh you'll if you're listening to this podcast and now you're interested in sim racing or gran turismo 7 or i racing or r type for some godforsaken reason write in our factor r type is a different no, thing. sorry r factor but it's 
our type is that like a mech thing i don't even know uh yeah it's so a kind of model of car no oh, okay yeah. maybe that's what I'm, i don't even know uh if you're interested in any of that please write in to gaming at fix.space and we can uh answer your emails on the air next time or you can head over to our twitter at twitter.com slash fix podcasts where we're tweeting i don't know stuff happens video games are good according to that twitter hey Oh, who can say oh, yeah. no no hey and listen I, I i made that tweet which i was like very proud of and it's i said they were neat not neat. good uh i think neat. that's i think yeah. that's i think neat difference. is a better descriptor yeah i don't See, know if i go thing. all the way to good i, I, I think they're good, neat but I was like, what, what's the marge Sim- i can't do a marge Simpson. yeah i can't do a marge simpson voice <laughs> i wasn't going for that but okay i you know i appreciate that that's kind of, actually, you know, that is kind of what I was going for without even realizing it with that tweet was, I think they're neat. I, I was watching a bunch of uh, videos. Uh, I was watching a bunch of um, uh, people make game visit. Wow. People make games videos. And I was like, man, video games are neat. Huh? Talk about neat. People makes games. It's fucking neat. I was watching their video about oh. Hades and I was like, wow, this is good. This is good. I, so I good. like this. Yeah, they're so good. Well, uh, head over to twitter.com slash fixpodcast to to, uh, keep up with all the hot takes, like video games are neat. (laughs) And uh, you can find me, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite teacher from school, uh, on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W, and on Twitch at C-O-L-E-S-L-4-W, I'm still on like a brief hiatus because I've had no motivation to do absolutely anything at all in my life for like the last month and a half. So I've not streamed or barely studied Japanese, but next week I'm going to get back to streaming. Go give me a follow. Once I hit a hundred, I'm going to do a gun plus stream. I'm going to do it. Uh, but you have to follow me so I can do it. Uh, Pat, where can people find you? Find me at PJC Plays on Twitter. And Allison? You can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. You can follow Sam on Twitter at S G C H. And you can follow Jeff Davis, the composer of our podcast theme, on various social media platforms like TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter at Stranger Peace. And you can find that in the show notes. Thank you very much, Jeff. We'll be back next week. Maybe maybe streaming, because uh, we didn't stream this episode. Yeah. And no, maybe we'll this be, podcast we'll is yeah. up later. This podcast will definitely be up later than it usually is, unless yeah. you don't listen to it right when it goes up, because who does that? Uh, but, yeah, we're still figuring out things with uh, the editing process, mm-hmm. but... Hopefully you won't notice. It'll be fine. Uh, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be it'll be neat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next time. Stay wet, gamers. <laughs>